You're listening to Wired with Resi, an electrician's guide to everything electrical. Whether you're an apprentice, helper, journeyman, or master electrician, we will answer your questions and discuss topics relative to our field. Here's your host, Jim Johnson. Hello and welcome to another episode of Wired with Resi. As always, my my co-partner here, Miss Ashley Ramirez. How you doing, Ashley? I'm doing good. Yeah. Well, we have a special guest today. Um, he's been with us for 11 months or so now, coming up on a year. Uh, he was one of our guest speakers at the manager's meeting. Uh, we got a lot of questions from the manager's meeting, so we thought, why not bring him in and have him part of the podcast? Yes, love it. So with no further ado, Mr. Robbie Nori. Hey, Don Robbie. I'm doing great. Uh, thank you for the invitation, guys. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you. So, Ashley, I'm going to start off with you. Okay. Give me some of the feedback you got from Robbie's presentation at the manager's meeting. I mean, I think just you coming from this whole, you know, electrical engineering background, I think people were just really interested in what you had to say and what you had to bring to the table as far as, you know, I don't think anyone was thinking about patents or anything like that. So, you know, to kind of hear your perspective from the electrical engineering side was was great. Yeah, the fact that we introduced them as Dr. Robbie, I think that was another nice spin to it. Yeah, because I don't think people knew that he was actually a doctorate in electrical engineering. Yeah. So, Robbie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I, I do come from an engineering background and um, R&D. And, um, actually, before I joined IES, um, I was in oil and gas. Uh, I was a director at a local um, oil and gas company with global clients. Um, and um, I joined IES last uh, July, and um, it's been a wonderful journey. Um, I was lucky to meet some of the people at IES before I joined the company, so I got exposed to the corporate culture here and how dynamic the company is. And even though we're an electrical service contractor, um, we're not uh, bound by the uh, status quo and what's been do- done in the industry and we're always looking for ways to improve um, our work our quality of work our customer uh, relations so um, I joined IES and um, uh, we ha- we are again lucky to have a, an education system here that uh, allowed me because as an engineer you don't get exposed to hands-on work you're usually doing design you're um, at an office so uh, going through our education system here, um, um, I got that was my first project was to give feedback to the um, instructors and um, people who created that system. And it's such a fantastic system that um, got me really fired up. I got exposed to a lot of hands-on and learned how things that you design on paper actually gets realized in the field. And I came across a great deal of... Um, people, intelligent people with great ideas, and that pretty much started um, the talk that you're talking about, Ashley, at the manager's meeting, is just to um, see these people at work, and um, I can tell you guys more about that. Sure. Yeah, and that's one of the things we hear so often with the, the team members we have at IS Residential is passion. You know, when, when you think about George Tidden and you're talking about the classroom and the school and the curriculum and everything that goes into it, I mean, how could you even mention the name George Tidden and not, not talk about passion? What's your, what was your first take with, when you met George? 
Um, I, I don't know if I've told you, but I call him the electrical encyclopedia. Um, <laughs> he's got so much great information with uh, 30, 40 years of experience in the field. Um, fantastic personality, um, easy to deal with, and an excellent teacher. Um, a lot of people have excellent command of the knowledge of what you need to know, but being able to convey that to students is a different story. So um, I'm, I'm not sure what the, what was the process and how you found George, but <laughs> you hit the jackpot on the yeah. instructor. Um, our Dean of Engineering, uh, Dean of Education is fantastic. Yeah, if you haven't heard that podcast, go back and find it. It's uh, with George Tatum. Episode one. Episode one. Kicked it right out of the gate. Yep. And he's, again, just, just a... a wonderful person of you know he's full of knowledge and information and he's he's able to teach that and get that information out all right so speaking on how good of an instructor uh, mr george tidden is arthur was just telling me arthur is our recruiter was just telling me that he came into is residential with no electrical background he took some pod classes he took some uh, refresher classes he took some prep classes went down to take his wireman test prep or wireman test Past first time, so that was pretty cool. And you guys actually shot a video on that, didn't you, Ashley? Yes, and it actually just gives a great testament to George and the Education Center because he had no electrical background whatsoever, and he went through the pod training, and he did the wireman's test prep with George at the Education Center, and he went in, and he passed. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, great. So, Robbie, let's continue on. So you, sure. you came on board, and... And you were tasked with a few a few different um, challenges or things that you want to get accomplished. What are what are some of those things? Right. So one of the main things that I'll um, be doing for IES is basically the management wanted an outside the box thinking. So um, coming from oil and gas and research and development background, I see things in a different light that people with extensive electrical service background might not see the same way. So uh, that's one of the things that uh, I'm very excited is the structure of our, our companies in a way that um, even though it's a very large company with um, more than a thousand employees, it still operates with the dynamic um, structure of a small company. So we can shift to needs and changes in our industry at a very fast speed. And this is uh, very exciting because we live um, at a time that uh, it's just exciting to be an electrician or an electrical engineer because our world is about to change. Over the next few years, we have seen it already. Everything from cars to equipment to tools down the road, probably the clothes, uh, the shirt on my back will be a smart shirt that I can adjust. I would not need a jacket to wear. It would just adjust the um, um, <laughs> core temperature based on what the environment is. And these are exciting things that are happening and we see it outside. Smart homes are the one that we are already uh, wiring up and uh, more and more items are coming online. And uh, for a service, electrical service company of our size to be looking ahead and uh, seeing what is coming not next year but 10 years down the road this is what pretty much separates us from a lot of our competitors and with having that education system in-house we can actually offer courses training programs that would bring our 
electricians up to speed to deal with these and we already are doing that we have special training programs and these are some of the more uh, complex systems that go into custom homes that require a lot of know-how we have specialized people that are constantly getting education and educating themselves to stay one step ahead and um, um, i'm excited because coming from an r&d background that's my passion i like to create new ways uh improve on what's out there constantly and this is by definition of engineering basically the science covers what's out there so what is covered by science is the how and how to improve to really make it useful for people and make it feasible to implement that is behind engineering and my hope is that one day we can actually have as part of our system an R&D system that would allow us not only to see what's coming but actually define where we need to go and push our industry because there, there are very few companies that have a structure to actually implement that when you look at R&D companies like Apple or Ford these companies hire people to invent and create new things and improve on things um, electrical contractors by nature are wiring up homes and bringing power to homes so that part of research and development is not embedded in our the nature of our business but we have a pool of talent electricians are unique people in terms of how they think we don't see electrons and electricity flowing like we see water flow so our electricians have to be very imaginative and creative to figure out how things work how to troubleshoot and hot punch a system so they're um, intelligent and creative and you put those together um, they can come up with ideas that can change our industry so whether it's improving on the safety of how we're doing things improving efficiency all of these things are um, basically what excites me and i'm hoping that we can create a system within our company that we can show the industry uh, how things need to be done in the future to get to that point that we want to be at i remember as uh, being a young electrician actually when i first started my business and walking with homeowners we would walk a house and i would say okay well here's where we're putting your outlets and this is where the switches are going to go and this is where we're going to install the lights and and it was a it was an interesting conversation some some homeowners they were really in tune so they knew exactly where they wanted to have a lamp here or they wanted to have a device in this location um even to the heights of the of the receptacles and the switches you know we have some some uh, options with that but today's homeowner boy it's a whole nother story between usb hookups and receptacles and internet and wi-fi and it's even like the phones where it was such a big thing when i was first doing this well i want a phone jack here a phone jack there that's that's a really small consideration anymore because everything has changed our industry and it's so important that we stay we stay ahead of those changes right one of the main um issues that the engineering cycles were uh, dealing with at the um i would say late 1990s early 2000 with the internet boom uh, video over internet was the bottleneck for communication we were 
thinking that if we can send video over networks, then we have it done. You know, it'd be that's the holy grail and mm -hmm. everything be fine. But today we're seeing that our um, wireless networks are becoming the bottleneck. We have so many smart devices, and we're not even. Um, maybe 10% there to making everything smart, but just by having your thermostat on your network, your TV on your network, your portable devices on your network, you're reaching that point that you're like, I have 400 megabits per second internet connection. I'm paying so much for it, but my device is slow. How do? Mm -hmm. How is that happening? So uh, this is a very good problem to have. This is something that's showing that on the application side, we passed what the um, telecommunications side was offering us. So now we have to catch up and bring it, but I think this is just the beginning. So uh, to go back to what we do day in and day out, we're already seeing electrical cars coming out or divisions are putting receptacle outlets to for charging the batteries. These are uh, examples of how a completely different industry will affect ours and um, with um, the changes that are happening in terms of science and technology uh, I think it's very important for a um, industry leader like IES to stay ahead and look at what's coming and basically um, get ready for it so we're talking about say power over Ethernet is one of the technologies that's uh, relatively recent with lighting going on uh, low voltage data that's already happening on the industrial side but sooner or later it'll get to us so we're already working on these things looking at them to make sure that we're ready if our uh, customers come and say i want it done now we can implement it for them so uh, it might not be mainstream some of the ideas but these are things that we know they're coming and we'll be ready when they come and we will probably be the one training our competitors how to do it because if you're not pre prevent, uh, pre prepared for the changes that are coming, then you'll have uh, major issues um, because there's a learning curve for anything. I think one of the advantages that IES Residential has is we are coast to coast. So, Robbie, you know this as well as anybody that not all states are on the same pace. So, not to pick on any one state or, or hold anyone higher, but things that are going on in California may not be going on in Maryland at the same time. It's one thing, it, that's another advantage we have is we're able to, through our managers meetings, especially when we share ideas. Hey, have you guys started looking into this different kind of light fixture? Hey, have you started looking at this this type of U, UPS uh, hookup or jack? Have you started looking into this? It's, it's, a, it's an advantage that we have that some electrical contractors, especially on the residential side, do not have. So I've always thought that that is a huge advantage to us. Definitely. The local markets always have different demands. And to be able to learn from one market and apply it across the country, that's excellent uh, system to improve on customer care and uh, client relations that we were talking about. If they need it, we can do it. Uh, that's yeah. that's a key part of our business it's also interesting to me that when and we've talked this on previous episodes about electricians so the difference between a high voltage electrician medium voltage low voltage you know it's it's just such a different skill set but we see it also even within our group the difference between a multifamily electrical contractor and a single family it's a it's a different game and that's one of the things we've worked hard at, at the education center is to do some cross training 
you know, you've, you've seen it through our pods. We have single family pod training. We have multifamily pod training. And it's interesting to see that, that crossover. But again, what better way to be the most well-rounded electrician you can be? Exactly. There's, even if you don't use it immediately, just by having that knowledge, it'll improve you. You might learn something from a low-voltage installation that you had overlooked because you didn't need it in um, line-voltage type of installation. So it's always the more you learn, the deeper you understand, the better you'll retain the information, the better you do your job. So um, I agree with you, Jim. That's an excellent point. We had a, a funny little story. Daniel and Ashley were out shooting a video, and this was a how-to <laughs> video, and that video was on just resetting a GFCI. Okay, so for us, it's you know it's it's a no-brainer. But for a lot of the homeowners out there, people who aren't familiar with resetting it, it's a call we get often. So the thought behind it was, let's shoot a video. So if, if homeowners are having a uh, outlet that's not working or a light that's not working or whatever. They can go watch a short video, do the button. Learn how to do it. So, Ashley, you want to talk about uh, how to reset a GFCI? <laughs> okay, so now I know. So, I'm like that typical homeowner that would probably call in and say, okay, how do you reset a GFCI? Because I thought that I knew, and then I realized when we were, when Daniel and I were talking about doing this video, so I thought, oh, well, you know, we can shoot it at my house. I'll locate the GFCI and then go from there. Well, then I get to my house and I'm like, wait a minute, where's the test and reset button at? And so I I call Jim and, and Dwayne. I'm like, I don't have one at my house. And they're like, no, Ashley, you do. It's probably in your panel. I'm like, oh, I had no idea. And that's when they said, you need to go through pod one and, and figure it out. But yeah, so we just shot um, a video and it'll be up um, soon on our YouTube page and eventually on our website that you can go in and, and learn how to test your yeah, GFCI. It, it's always so funny when somebody gets hired at IS residential and they're being hired and for the accounting side of the of our house or they're being hired in HR or they're being hired in whatever any of the groups and we say we want you to go through a week's worth of training it's our we call it pod one a lot of it's safety but it's a basic electrical training as well and the questions come up well, why are we sending this person who's coming in as, as a receptionist, why are we sending her to a week's worth of electrical and safety training? Because we're an electrical contractor. And truth be known, I actually stole that idea. We, we had gone to a seminar slash just experience of Zappos. And for those who don't know what Zappos are, it's a, it's a company that sells shoes. And they sell shoes online and Anyway, the, the bottom line was everybody that went through Zappos had to go through their five-week or six-week orientation. And a big part of that orientation was how to answer a phone. And again, I, the thought, ben, ben Morris was with me when we went through this tour. It was like, wow, why wouldn't we want everybody at IES Residential have a basic understanding of how a switch is wired or how an outlet is energized or how a light bulb works? And, and we've had... We've had the legal team go through this. We've had HR going through this. And, and everybody that goes through this training comes out with a little more a little more knowledge, definitely a little more confidence, and a little more security with how it works. So just, again, I, I find it always is just a, such a cool spin as to something else we offer at IES. Definitely. Um, no, uh, understanding the big picture 
no matter which part of that puzzle you're working on when you know what the big big picture is you can do a better job and i definitely see the benefits of that especially in legal or something that they have to deal with technical aspects of the company but even if you're in accounting or um, marketing it it, by knowing what everybody else is doing at the company you can design your services to because they're at the end of the day the um, employees are your customers Uh, when you're part of the admin they're the ones that we're catering to so it's great to understand their needs and uh, i'm really happy that we have this is another one of those things that i'm saying it's unique ies residential is a very unique company we invest in our um, employees families are core value um, number two after safety and we don't just put that on posters this is actually part of that whole culture that i talked about earlier that really attracted me to ies is because you become part of a family you expand your family and um, you feel that love that you're being taken care of we invest in you and these are things that uh, i constantly talk to our younger uh, recruits people that are going through our education center that most companies and i've worked for um, large companies fortune 500s i had them as clients so i've been involved in many different systems very rarely companies invest in their new hire so early on and this is a very unique system that ies Um, looks at new hires same way the company looks at people that have been here for 10 years Um, and that's probably why we have so many people who have been here for 10 20 30 years Uh, we have those parties on regular basis celebrating 30 year 25 year anniversaries and you don't see these in the market but there is a reason behind that and i'm really glad that we are investing in education and training because even if you don't need it for work You'll need it at your home. You'll have a more educated discussion if you need to do a remodel or you need to change something. If you're hiring contractors, it's just a knowledge base that will help. Oh, absolutely great. And I think also, you know, just with IS Residential, I think having leaders, the leadership that we have, Dwayne and Jim, and, you know, thinking outside of the box, how can we be different? How can we improve? How can we be better? How can we be those industry leaders and just, all these steps that we're taking to be innovative, I think is just so great and so beneficial to our company, you know? Yeah, these are exciting times for sure. Well, we're running out of time. And for anybody who's at the manager's meeting, you know the other question that they were so excited about, the little the little teaser you threw out there was, and we'll just leave it with, um, you said there's no bad ideas, but some ideas we need to take to another step. So we'll kind of leave that as a teaser for, for the next podcast. Sure, yeah. With ideas, and this is what we call a, a binary tree um, development of ideas, is when you put your idea out, if you talk about it, it's either good or bad. But even if it's a bad idea, you never know if it's going to trigger a good idea in someone else. So just by sharing ideas and talking about them, um, much like how a tree goes from a single trunk, you end up with thousands, some trees, millions of leaves. Um, those are the ideas that you'll end up with if you keep branching off. So uh, what I always tell um, people that I work with is you have to share your ideas. Don't be afraid to talk about what you're thinking. And 
rehearse it, you can think about it, but even if it's not a great idea and it's not feasible and it won't be implemented, you never know what your idea will create in someone else's head. So uh, yeah, we'll have a, a lot to talk about on the future pods, uh, so I'll be excited to come back once we have a system in place to talk about those. Awesome. Well, again, thanks, Robbie, for coming in. Great episode. Thanks, Ashley. Thank you. All it was right. a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Have a great day. From all of us at IES Residential, thanks for tuning in to the show. If you haven't already, check us out on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Or visit our website at www.iesresidential.com. Hopefully you have more answers than questions, but if not... Send in your questions to wiredwithresi at ies-co.com. And thanks again for tuning in.